three, two, one, and we are live. Hey, What's up, guys? What's good? No, offer, offer. Hey, guys, yeah. and welcome to Word on the Streets. That's right. With your boys, Anur and Saleh. As usual, I am Saleh. And of course, I'm Anur. Hunter Flex, by the way. <laughs> and today we have our homeboy from way back. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, of course, as Sally said, we have a good friend in the building, the maestro himself, Dolapo Obatoembo, a.k.a. Dollars. You know, when you AKA hear the name Dollars, you know that he's about his business. A.k.a. Yeah. Patron. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll come back to that. We'll get back to that. But shout out, Dolapo. Thanks for joining us, of course. Thank you to the listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, good yeah. evening, wherever you are. Thank you for joining us today on this episode with Dolapo. So, Dolapo, just take it away, G. Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, so, thanks, guys, for the opportunity. My name is Dolapo, but I'm an artist and a gallery owner in Abuja, Nigeria. I'm passionate about the arts and introducing people to new ideas mm. that's pretty much that's a good one that's, that's good something one. i want to talk to you about also dollars yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so before we move in a little bit um i'll just give a bit of a background just on my knowledge about dolapo or how yeah. i grew up how i grew up with dolapo in, in elamin and yeah. my observations yeah. about him um i don't necessarily remember dolapo having the artistic capacity but I remember Dolapo being a very uh, meticulous and, yeah. and some being a very meticulous person and someone that was very attentive to detail. Flex, so, can I just say, as yeah. as being a roommate of Dolapo in GS3, I can, I can, like double back on what you said about his 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 eyes on being meticulous and his attention to detail. His rule, his. Yeah. His stuff was always neat. His locker exactly. was always fresh. Everything was exactly. on point with him. Yeah. If yeah. you wanted to to learn about like organization and yeah. you know crisp arranging your locker, cleaning, arranging your locker, you know you went to Dolapo <laughs> was the case study. Dolapo was the guy you went. To. You wanted to learn about ironing, how to keep your school shirts yeah, clean. Man. You know yeah. you, you wanted to be a fresh guy, basically. Yeah. You know you went and you sat down and you looked at Dolapo. Yeah, but man. um again like i said i never really remember him having the artistic or the the eye for art so i want to just um dive into how that art developed or how that eye developed a lot or how do you get into that yeah so i feel like um in the sense of how i have a gallery now yes it wasn't there at the time but i've had i had always been interested in things like music and design mm. and so please tell people what's the name of your gallery uh, it's called Dolapo Bat Gallery. Where is it? It's in Metama Abuja, um, six Ocean Crescent. Nice. And the IG yeah. is what? Dolapo Bat Gallery. Okay. So yeah. carry on, please. So yeah, I'd always been interested in design, and like um, I remember when I was younger, my goal was to become a scientist. How far which... back young do you think? Would you say? Like, was this uh, LIS or even before then? Probably five years old. Right. Or at some point in LIS, I mean, I think in SS2, I brought a camera and um, it took so many pictures of our high school. And then when I went to university, yeah, I'd always been consuming art, but I never felt motivated to create. And then after my second year, I took a, 
I just said to make my summer more fun, I'll do like a course outside of what I'm studying. Yeah. So what were you studying in uni, sorry? Uh, chemical engineering. So you were doing chemical so engineering, I... but then on the past time, you wanted to focus on that. Your no, I, it was just something to like, um, you know, to add, you know, when you read around, it's like, oh, try and gain like other skills yeah. apart from your core. Of course. So that's how we started. And then I started realizing a lot of freedom of expression, which is something that is very suppressed here in Nigeria. And then I started um, being around people who were not like me, but like they were like, you start noticing the similarities in humans, wherever they're from. Yeah. And like just the community humane feeling that it gave me, it kind of just pushed me on. So the next summer, or in between breaks, I started doing random courses instead of um, once I'm done with school, instead of still focusing on something since I'll get the degree, I started learning more. Yeah. And I just started enjoying it. And um, So what year was this when you started taking these other courses? Apart from you? Uh, probably 2015, 2014. Mm, so let's say six, seven, five years now. Yeah, but I'd always been, like I said, from from time, I'd always been interested in design yeah. and um, like architecture was even one of the things I wanted to study, yeah. but um, my dad wasn't with it, so yeah. it was it was always something that I found. Yeah. Um, design is always something that, I, even till today, like, I still find design very um It's intriguing to you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so that was it. So I started, you know, studying design, watching architecture. Mm. And then, yeah, then when I when when I finished uni, I was like, all right, cool. Um, I know I don't want to get a job, but I want to do something that is... When was that? What year was that? This 2017, I'd finished my master's. Okay. And then I was thinking about right, what to do with life. Where did and you then finish I your went... master's? I finished it. I graduated from the University of Manchester. Okay. In, okay. Yeah. But I had finished my master's while I was in Australia. So I just went back to Manchester for graduation. Oh, so right. I had like um, four months after my master's before graduation and I was in Australia and I was trying to figure out, okay, before graduation, what do I do? Yeah. With the remaining four months. This is like October, November, December and... Um, um september october november december that's like four months so i said well i know um i can always come back and apply for a job i finished when i was 22 so i gave myself like well i can apply for a job with my core degree at 25 and it wouldn't be a bad start mm. to life so i'll just use the next couple of years to play around so tell us more on your your own take on your 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 journey in art like for me, as your friend, when yeah. we were in Jan together, bah, during A-Levels yeah. time, I remember I used yeah. to see you, you started really working with the photography, you used to take picture, yeah. pictures of them, uh, yeah. your housemates in, in Manchester, in Cavendish, and then also yeah. further down the line, we started to see on your Instagram things about this character called Caesar. So I yeah. give us a bit leading up to Caesar and then explain what Caesar is about and then also how it like informed your exhibition that you used to open your gallery. Oh yeah, so um 
before I even started those courses, like you said, in A levels, like we used to take pictures, and then like I just started noticing like I could get the and um um better than most um, people. So I was like, okay, I might have something here that I can work on. And then, so I started working on it, and um, the whole Caesar thing just, I saw this series online, it's called Follow Me Too, it's this guy, and then, like, he he goes around the world with his girlfriend, and, like, he holds her hand, it was quite popular. Yeah, I think we've seen it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I really wanted to travel at that time in my life, like. And I was like, all right, cool. I might as well try and create while I'm traveling. There was no, there was no girlfriend at the time. So um, <laughs> I bought this thing and I'm like, well, let me What's just What's about now? It. Is there a girlfriend at this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I bought okay, this. We'll get back to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bought this doll and I was like, oh, man, uh, I might as well just do it with the doll. You know, just, just as a joke. And yeah. then I just kept on. That's the thing. Like, even though I was doing all this as a pastime, I took it like very serious and made sure like it was quality it was, control. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took yeah. it very, very serious. So that was how that started. And then sometimes you have a feeling, and then you can add meaning to it after. And that's what I did. Um, trying to add the meaning of balance and mm. the consistent theme in each image. So yeah. how do you work when you're trying to come up with your your photography, especially with like Caesar? Like how do you set it up? Do you focus on the symmetry in the image? Do you focus on the composition, the storytelling? Like for us, me and Anur, we come from yeah. school of architecture where yeah. the play on light is very important when exactly. you're trying to work out a building, a layout. Yeah. yeah. So you That's... where do you come from in terms of that? And for general photography, like, if something just looks good, that's what I try and photograph from my own perspective. Mm. It's as simple as that. For the Caesar series, um, I try and find a location where I can balance it. And also, I try to make sure, like, there's something representative of the culture that I am in as a background. So whether it be a monument or Vespa bike in Barcelona or something subtle that people of the place can relate with and they mm. know very well. That's but it's, it's mostly just composition. That's an interesting principle. Um, also, one dominating factor of your images, yeah. especially in the Caesar series, or we're going to get into yeah. the art as well that was displayed at the, at the Mono exhibition. But just yeah. in terms of the Caesar series, again, this monochromatic style, the black and white, all yeah. your pictures are black and white, and of course that is intentional. So, can you explain yeah. why the monochrome um, scheme appeals to you? Uh, just because it's, uh, if, you know, like sometimes you take a picture in color, and then when you're presenting an exhibition, you want it to be memorable. Like if you listen to a Michael Jackson album from twenty years ago, there's still something unique about it. And when yeah. it comes to visual at um to make it emblematic sometimes you need to take out what is of the ethos of the time because that kind of confuses Mm. people like for example it's like with film when when you're producing something 
that is not themed around uh, like uh, something that is a trend. Pop you want culture. to try and make sure, yeah. You want to try and make sure that it's uh, it's timeless. Because yeah. if you're doing it on trend, then okay, it's fine. Like if you're doing something on trend in modern day, for example, you know you can put things that are common, like you know memes and all of that. That's yeah. like trend of uh, modern society. But if you're trying to think, okay, in 100 years, when you want someone to look back at this, yeah. you want them to kind of feel that freshness and that feeling that yeah. you're trying to communicate. And also with the black and white, you see more of the texture and you don't get so much distracted in all the vibrance. Yes, indeed. Like yes indeed. That's yeah. an interesting ideology. So monochrome yeah. equals longevity. So certainly mm-hmm. like... Yeah, it literally yeah. um, creates a, mm. creates this kind of um, aura that you don't know what time. Yeah, was yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So moving into your mono exhibition at the the Lopo yeah. Gallery, this was when yeah. this was last year, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. December. December. Yeah. How crazy! How time has flown. It's yeah. already eight, eight months in, and it feels yeah. like yesterday because I remember the pieces. But um, yeah. getting into the exhibition itself, one yeah. thing that really um, captivated me was yeah. that your pieces had this yeah. very stark um, expression or balance between the evidence and the abstract. Um, yeah. Now, let me elaborate on that a little bit. So the evident aspects of it were you had these pieces that had these phrases or these words on them. The evidence, yeah. the words, you have to read them. They are there. They're unquestionable. But yeah. in the midst of these words, you also have yeah. these figures or these um, paintings type, you know, these compositions that they complement mm. the evidence. They are the abstract that complement the evidence. How yeah. do you, would you say that my description is, is an accurate perception or how did you um, create these pieces? So, um, yeah, you're right about that. Um, so, like, um, from the history of art, once photography came, um, painters lost the, the motivation to spend years in the studio learning how to draw something that is exactly what the camera can just take in seconds. Yeah. So it moved to a period where um, art started going into the subconscious instead of just what you visually see, like in a picture. It started that's becoming where, what you can interpret. Yeah, but also if you think of human emotions, they are not shapes. They are not. Um, they are not like boxes, or they are not. They are like not too tangible. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not um, structured. They just occur. Yeah, and there's so many things you feel like you can use the same word. Even there's a piece there that talks on this. You can use the same word, but you can mean something different. So the idea was um, to just paint how I was feeling yeah the feeling and with me reflecting and looking at the piece I will now think of words that I that I that I study that have the meaning for me in the in Mm. the painting can I ask about your process so during the creation of these arts would you say your process was organic like it was moving as you're flowing you're creating or did you have a proper sit down? Okay, I'm going to put this on this. I'm going to look at what type of media works well with this. How did you go about that? 
Um, it was somewhere between intentional and deliberate because what I was trying to do is, yes, I had a theme, this black theme. So I was intentional about the theme. I was intentional about, you know, putting words with them. But then when it came to the the flow, like I didn't try to stop myself. Like I didn't try to overthink it. I wasn't yeah. trying to be perfect with that. Like mm. I was just trying to let it happen. And if I felt like something was done, it was done. And um, there was no pressure of trying to please a viewer. Yeah. So I was doing exactly what I felt in the moment. Yeah. Since we're talking about your pieces, um, mm-hmm. let's get into one of them specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that says chaos and opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one to me. As, as well as the one that says, um, you kill, we kill what we love the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah, those two I really like the most because of um, just the phrases themselves or the words themselves, as well as the compositions that complemented them. So, for example, the chaos and opportunity. Yeah. How did you come up with that? Um, or what happened in your life that prompted you to think about this? Yeah, uh, what happened? Uh, it's just the sketch. So, for all the pieces, the sketch came first. Like okay. The sketch was just something that, like, maybe just the past time, like, yeah. over the years, I'll just sketch something. So, the sketch has always existed. And then I started to add my own meaning to it. Just like I say to people, like your shoe that you're wearing right now is your, it becomes Anu's shoe or Sally's shoe because mm. you've added your own meaning to it. But before it was just a product in the store. Yeah. So instead of just making it a product in the store, I tried, I tried to add my own meaning to it. Okay. And a lot of how the gallery came about was, you know, in the chaos of, modern society that we live in uh, i i read online read in a book this is a very common thing people use different words but in that sense of for every obstacle there's a there's a there's a chance for growth like for every opening there's a chance to plant something and if something breaks you know that kind of um school of thought yeah so that's where the chaos and opportunity came from because the sketch itself was very was the most scattered out, out of all of them. Mm, yeah, but I noticed that. In that same way that it was scattered, like there was some form of harmony. And, yeah. Um, so for me, the words that resonated most were the chaos and the opportunity. Mm, interesting. Interesting. But the other just one. Books. Okay, just finish. Sorry, I wanted yeah. to ask you another question yeah. about yeah, the um, the love one. We care what we love. Yeah, that's the one I was about to explain. Yeah. So for that one, there's a poem by Oscar Wilde. And um, it's a very interesting poem because I reflect on it every now and then. Just yes. to make sure, like, you know, when like I think to myself, if I'm 60 now and I'm writing a letter to myself at this age, what will I be telling myself? And Do you have a particular me? line from the poem you can share with us? Yes, yeah, so the poem goes like, some kill with there's a line that goes some kill some strangle with the hands of lust and some with the hands of uh, with the hands of gold so basically some people like me like pleasures and hedonistic ways of life but sometimes they take it too far and they strangle themselves and then mm-hmm. when it comes to gold you know everyone wants wealth to take care of themselves and live a good life but yeah. sometimes it crosses a threshold where the greed becomes too too much. 
So you are yes. saying sometimes when you when you think you're like sixty, you are saying something. Yeah, you you look back and you want to tell yourself like, I what is what is really important to you? Like, of course we all want to be wealthy and all, but like, you know, the cliche of doing what you love is so important because when you look back and you think you don't want to be doing, you don't want to look back and be like, mm, I should have done that. Maybe I should have done that. And yeah. that's what your heart is really calling. So yeah, it's just a poem. Or even with, you know, the people around you, they always say, if you're about to die, you're not going to think about all the movies you watched or all the, all the money you made. It's just probably be about relationships and, uh, think about the connections you've had and lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Still dwelling on art. Um, yeah. I want to bring you into an arts um, debate, so to speak. Now, yeah. there's this um, class of people or this demographic of people who believe that um, contemporary art and art of today is not yeah. really um, should not really be called art because it does yeah. not measure up to the benchmarks of classical art such as, yeah. you know, the Picassos, the Van Goghs, and things of that nature. For example, yeah. we see situations yeah. where, um, I think re- recently, or not that recently, but there was this, like, for example, this banana on the wall plastered with yeah. And, you know, yeah. it was the rave, and there was this crazy debate about, is this really art? Um, yeah. What would you say about art? Like, what is, what is your perception regarding that type of debate? Yeah, you know, there's this thing, like, you mentioned Van Gogh and Picasso. And yeah. there's this thing that um, people need to realize, like, all art was once contemporary art. Like, when mm. Rembrandt was um, was doing his um, use of light and all of that, at that point in time, that was also contemporary art. Yes, it's only yes. as time went by it, that it became classical art. So every art of that you look at, be it Da Vinci, Rembrandt, Picasso, Mondrian, yeah. whoever... They were all once contemporary art because it was of the time. Yes. And that's one thing people need to approach this with. And then there's something, like I mentioned, like once photography came, the need to be so perfect in what you were drawing was was not so demanded anymore. People wanted to relate. People wanted to feel more. Um, Leisure time increased as, you know, they modernized work hours so art became more vast and even with the banana it's a beautiful piece because it represents conceptual art like it's not so much what you are seeing but it's the concept what the person was trying to get you to do like yeah. when you look at a, when someone thinks about something and it, it gets people to react that alone it's a, it's a performance because it's not everything that would create such a rave. So yeah. behind the rave is the genius because a lot of people try crazy things, but it never gets that kind of rave. And even the price of the art is also uh, is also a commentary on the abstraction of this thing that we call money in modern society because mm. it's it's really just nothing like anything can be valued at anything like the concept of money is 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 more of a joke than the banana itself yeah speaking of concept of money money, i want to ask you dollars on your yeah your behind the scenes journey of 
Dolapal Bat Gallery. Yeah. I remember yeah. when you were talking about starting the gallery work in terms of you know fixing it, how you're going to lay it out, what you're going to use for the lights and stuff like that. And then yeah. this was how far back was this? Would you say this was twenty eighteen? Yeah, yeah. How how was that journey for you? Can you tell us? Like getting uh, that gallery from zero to now. It was a learning journey because um I learned a lot about business in Nigeria and also I learned a lot about myself with negotiation, what I was strong at and what I was weak at. And um the ignorance of me not knowing what it to take was also a blessing because if I had known it wasn't it wouldn't have been as urgent as I wanted it to be. Yeah. I would have probably been more patient until yeah. I had probably millions. Yeah. But I just started and when I started I didn't really have as much as I needed to complete it, but I just kept going with it. Yeah. And during the delay I it just gave me time to study more what I needed to to do. And Refining even yeah, even during this COVID, it's, 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 you know, Henry Ford says it's, um, the hardest thing to do is to sit down and think. Yeah. And that's what most people don't do because we're so occupied. So as I was building it, the delay and the time it gave me to sit down and think helped with conceptualizing most of what I wanted to do. Yeah. What plans do you have for the gallery? Like when, when things start to pick up a bit more? Yeah, would like to have other artists. Would also like to have more frequent exhibitions. Mm. Would like to involve society as a whole. What we've noticed is a, a lot of the people we should be focusing on are actually kids in school yeah. because yeah. they're more open-minded and they're not coming with a preconceived idea like, okay, you have to impress me. They're just coming yeah. with curiosity, yeah. which is the best way to approach art and there are a very large market, so we really want to get um kids involved. Mm. Also, other artists. yeah, yeah. Sorry, speaking about, I appreciate the fact that you mentioned kids because the many times where I've had these discussions with um just friends of mine, and I yeah. always tell them that I feel so bad for the kids of today because the creative aspect of living, of play, of yeah. um, being spontaneous, of just being, you know um free has been yeah. greatly diminished by this technological age that we're in when you see situations where kids are hooked to their phones and yeah. they're hooked on social media and it's, it's not like our time when we used to go out to play outside and we used to be um you know we got down and yeah. dirty really and even today i don't really see that anymore and i feel quite bad for for kids yeah. because they don't have those outlets you know their lives are, are lived online and and it's it's really commendable that you mentioned the fact that you want to bring kids into the gallery and allow them to um, you have to take, catch take them back their creativity, you know, take back yeah. their essence and, and ensure that the essence never dies. Because what's yeah. going on right now, in my opinion, is that by introducing kids early on to, you know, technology and social media and all these things, we're killing off their creativity way earlier than than it should. <laughs> it should never die, really, but we're killing it off way, way earlier than you know, the normal timing. I would say that yeah. the normal timing really is maybe when, when kids get to, you know, teenage years, that's when, you know, we get into other things and creativity may die at that point. But at this point, even in primary school and 
And like um, as, as early as maybe 10 years old, 11 years old, you have situations where kids are already thinking like adults, you know, they're thinking about yeah. material things. They want the cars, they want the money, they want the, the yeah. phones, yeah. the objects, you I know, it's, it's, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, really Flex. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to like, would I say buttress what you're saying on like um, the issue with the younger ones and social media and the whole mm. internet? You have a situation where, okay, like Elon Musk said in the previous episode of ours, we spoke a bit, a bit about Neuralink, mm. and mm-hmm. in, in his own discussion with with um, about Neuralink, he was also talking about how the generation which is ours and the younger ones are having situations whereby they lose their phone and it becomes phantom limb syndrome. Mm. You can't, you can't, you can't progress with your life without having your device. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Botres actually what Flex mentioned at, at first was that, um, for me, okay, I wouldn't say is is um, stopping their creativity, but then it's, it's, it's highly impeding on their individuality. That individuality is a very important thing growing up. You need to understand, okay, these are your own personal traits and stuff like that. But then by the time you're online for such a long time, you you you, you get yeah. more tailored towards a more pop culture yeah. Um, yeah. way of thinking. Things become more meme-ish instead of cultural. Mm. more group mentality instead of okay how would i react to this yeah the sheep yeah 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 but dollars um before we leave your gallery i just um want to talk to you a bit about the design itself of the gallery space like would you say that design is influenced by your character itself or you had other factors that influence the design because i have a i have a perspective of mine that relates back to you but i'll tell you that after you explain um, your just aspect about how you came up with the space, the colors, the the flooring, the lighting, things of that nature. You know, for the gallery, what's more important is what's what the art that's in the gallery, not yeah. sort of the the space. Mm. So what I wanted most importantly was just the space, and I wanted the space to be as minimal as possible. Like I didn't want people to get bogged up on what the the internal the design of the spaces. Yeah. yeah, I wanted them to be able to concentrate on the pieces. And for the white, it's quite commonplace. And then for the floors, you know, I just wanted them when they entered the gallery, they felt like they were somewhere else, not their houses or yeah. their friends' houses. So that was that was the main um, driving factor. For the floors, I wanted I wanted a better job. But what we got wasn't bad. Um, it also comes with the limitations of personalship um, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. In, in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. I just wanted a place that um, made people feel um, uplifted and then they could focus on the art. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I have to say, Dollars, you really did a good job. On yeah, you did a great job, man. You did yeah, a great yeah. job, definitely. Thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah. When I entered the gallery, the reason why I asked you the question is when I entered, yeah. the first thing that really... Um, um, this is a reflection of Dolapo's mentality. And I say that because I was aware that you designed this space from the ground up. So the end product definitely for me felt like it resonated with who you were. And it made me believe or it gave me the perception that you were the type of person that were open to learning or were open to any anything, so to speak. 
because of how universal the gallery is. You know, like you said, you want the art to be the the um, the centerpiece, not the decor. Yeah. So it, yeah. it gave me the perception that you were the type of an individual that was, you know, this a blank canvas, so to speak. And you're always, yeah. um, or, or you're very keen on learning from other people, learning from the world, so to speak. Like you want the world to occupy your gallery. You don't want your gallery to be all about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was just something that I wanted to say. But the last one, when I went to that gallery, it was a very nice experience. Of course, definitely. And I saw somebody hovering about that wants you to shed more light on. (laughs) I think her name started with a... She she looks like she was close to you. Who was that? Um, There were a lot of people there. (laughs) Oh, man, dollars, you prick. Who is your big guy? Oh, okay. Oh, my girlfriend. No, 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 okay. And then... Her name is Joy Demaro. She's my mm-hmm. girlfriend. Shout out Joy. Shout out Joy. I've been together for a while. Um, yeah. I love her. And I'm happy. How's that going? <laughs> it's going fantastic. Give us advice as per uh, single guys. We don't yeah, know what to yeah. do. Uh, because in... me and me and Flex we've kind of had different spotted conversations about relationship, dealing with opposite sex and then other things. When I want mm. to, you know, let's hear the dollar poor viewpoints. Because yeah. dollars, you know, you had, for people that don't know about um, Elias much, but like our friendship mm. Elias, dollars had a, a very clever way of thinking back then, would I say. And he was good at getting you to think out of the box in different, different walks of, uh, no, no walks of life, but then different, different, different areas of discussion. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear Dollar's uh, perception, would I say, not perception, but then his own thinking on, on handling the female when it comes to relationships. Um, I would just say, if you're in a relationship with a person, then you both have to make a decision that the relationship is the most important thing. And that's one. And like, no one person is more important than the relationship. Also, you also have to understand that people are wired differently. Mm. And, you know, they're just common principles with dealing with anybody that are even more important in the relationship. Just things like active listening, um, thinking about the other person first, seeking to understand first before you're understood. Yeah. are you a romantic person, guy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like what, that. I like, I like that. Let's, let's say, let's say on on Valentine's Day now. What would you do for yeah. Joy? Well, I would take her out. We've gone out for the last Valentine's. Um, get what was the gifts. most romantic thing you've done? Uh, we went to Seychelles together at some time last year, yeah. which was Ooh. nice. And actually, that I want to get back true. to that as well. Just that your travel. Yeah. yeah, man. That yeah. was mm. Um, Dolapo, you are, for those mm. who don't know, we know Dolapo, but Dolapo is a very yes. well-traveled person. Very well-traveled. Very well-traveled mm. individual. Very well-traveled. Um, especially at a young age, you know, Dolapo has been to quite a few countries. Mm. Dolapo, which places have you been to? Uh, I've been to... I haven't been to South America and I haven't been to... Um, um so name the countries one you yeah, name the country, yeah. I, i've been to america mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Europe, Australia, and um, in Africa, I've been to Nigeria, Ghana, not Ghana, sorry, Morocco, uh, Ethiopia, and um, Seychelles. In Europe, which countries? In Europe, which countries, yeah? Uh, probably, yeah, I like Italy a lot, and um, Italy, Spain, uh, France, Mm. and um, yeah. What captivated you about Italy? Because I was going to ask you, like, what, what country did you like the most? But since you said it yourself, Italy, what was it about? Italy? I, it's, it's just very cultural, you know, like, um, personally, I like countries that are close to the water. And mm. um, Italy just has this very, as someone who loves art and design, Italy is just like uh, heaven. Yeah. What city were you in in Italy? Uh, I've been to Rome, Milan, Venice, and um, I think there's one more. I can't remember the name. But... Venice. Yeah. yeah. As somebody that has never been to Rome and has studied architecture, please just <laughs> tell me, yeah, how yeah. was the Colosseum? Is it really as great as they say? I mean, you know, it's not it's not as it was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. It's it's very... glory. Yeah, but it's um when you think about when people say something is great, it's also during the time that it was constructed. Like now, of course, you know, people can build skyscrapers, but you can't compare the 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 first skyscraper to maybe the Bujalara because that first one was kind of the genesis, the one yeah. that created the revolution. So I think when you're appreciating classical architecture you also need to think of at the time that it was created like yeah. what did this mean because um even things like planes like the first planes they look so basic but mm. that breaking the barrier of humans can fly was much more important than whatever vehicle they they constructed at the time yeah yeah, yeah. so in so in other words it's not it's not all that <laughs> <laughs> don't no, no, no. i beg yeah. i beg yeah. In three words, yeah. Yeah. Describe yourself. Uh, in three words. Uh, no pressure, yeah, by the way. In a sentence. Uh, lover of life. One. Lover of life. That's a phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is yeah, mine is connoisseur of love. If 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 I'm to use yeah. a sentence or a phrase. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's close. That's close indeed. Mm, interesting. True. He's really cracking his brain. Yeah, he's cracking his <laughs> No, I just perfect. answered you. That's three words, no? No, no. But it's a phrase. Three like attributes. Yeah. Word. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like to introduce people to new ideas. Um, oh, you're a thinker. Oh, you're. Uh, okay, so so let let me let me let me give you an example. So, in one episode, one of the other yeah. episodes, I used I described myself as being. Uh, a partial prick, loyal, and what was the last one? I've, I've forgotten, man. But yeah, that kind of thing. Don't, yeah, don't overthink it, Dollar. Just, yeah, just... don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah I would say uh, family member, um, mm. creator, and student of life. Sorry, I can't accept that first one because everybody technically is a family member. 
<laughs> yeah, I would you're just, just like being lazy. Ad- Don't worry. We'll, no, we'll no, get back no, to that one. I would just really like one attribute to to put me as someone that if there's one thing about my life, I would like to put one part as a big part of my life is my family. So mm. if there's a better definition other than family member. So when are you then, thinking of starting yeah. up your own family? Uh, probably <laughs> when it happens, just laughing in the background. Plenty yeah. Yeah. Is coming up next. Sally is asking the pressing questions. Oh, mommy, my answer is very simple, man. Answer is when, simple. It's not about me. It's about dollars right now. When, okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, dollars. Yeah. When are you? When are you starting your family? When the time is right. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. That's I think that that's the right answer for 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 most of us right yeah. now. And also, mm-hmm. um, this this word time. Dolapo has mentioned this word time quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Also, it, it makes me feel like, or oh, it gives me the the impression that Dolapo is very conscious of life as it goes by. You know, he's yeah. not just a, mm-hmm. he's not just a bystander routine type of guy. He's aware yeah. of every hour, every day, and it's uh, continuously moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, so I like the fact that you've also mentioned time. Yeah. Um. Regularly, yeah. it shows where you are in your life, and and also it's it's a good thing for listeners as well. And we've spoken about this in an earlier episode, I think, about just never don't get lost in in routine. Yeah. Don't get lost yeah. in just being a robot, getting up, sleeping, eating. You know, always realize where you are and how you can improve mm-hmm. yourself and be more conscious of of living itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's an. Dollars, how long have you been in night since you started your 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 art journey? Um, I mean I came back from school at the end of December, so 2018, 2019. Mm, okay. 2020. Mm. How would you say mm. the Nigerian art scene is? You know, Lagos is different from Abuja. Definitely. So Abuja is 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 really non existent to be honest. Yeah. Uh um, Lagos is better. And yeah, that's much it. Okay. Also, going back to his family, um, his family points. How Dolapo is a very family-oriented person. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing a collaboration between you and Kamal. Yes, you know, sir. Yeah. yeah. For those that yeah. don't know Dolapo, explain your relationship with Kamal. Kamal is my cousin. Exactly. Yes, sir. And, and we all went yeah. to school together. <laughs> yeah, and we all went to school together. But the main reason, actually, why I want to see that collaboration beyond the family angle is because Dolapo's gallery space is this, you know, blank canvas, again, as I mentioned. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. Kamal's pieces are very vibrant, vibrant. very colorful, you know. So yeah. it will yeah. be a very nice contrast between Kamal's art and Dolapo's space as well. And I would like to see how, you know... The two the, individuals and their two projects. Yeah, exactly. And their two yeah. I- identities meshing together. Yeah, and, you know, and the, the Obato Imbo art legacy, you know, building up. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be that would be a, a nice one. Seriously, yeah, tell us where do you see yourself in five years? Um, probably retired with my child and my family. With your child? Yeah, with my children like retired. Probably have some kids. That's in five and, years. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about yeah. in ten? Intent doing the same thing. Mm. <laughs> nice one. You know, yeah. ideally, or, or the the normal person would question that for you to say you want to be retired in five years is a bit yeah. um, is a bit ambitious, so to speak. 
but yeah I, I understand your perspective and it's just it's interesting definitely I, I don't think anyone else would have said that to be yeah. honest I don't, I don't know anyone else would have said that and I think Sally as well it, it struck you a bit um left yeah you weren't expecting him to say retired yeah yeah neither was yeah. I to be honest but I, I appreciate that yeah man. that belief and that um that's understanding of self and one where you want to how much you want to achieve in this time that means that you really want to get a lot of shit done within five years <laughs> definitely he needs yeah. to get a lot of shit done to his yeah. time. Yeah. Um, to be or would you say retired from art in five years no you see that's the thing when you're doing something that is like uh like art you don't really you never, never really retire, retire yeah. there's no career life when i yeah mm. so when i mean retire i just mean like I don't want to be chasing something. That's what I mean. Okay, maybe. fair enough. So, yeah. yeah. So You want to have your niche yeah. and stick with it for life, and that's it. Like You don't want to be fair yeah. thinking of, oh, yeah. what next job do I need to get to? Or this um, corporate ladder type yeah. of shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Nice that's one, man. Flex, you can take us away. Yeah, so yeah. this was definitely a great episode with Dolapo. Um, there were actually Thank some you. more things I wanted to talk to him about with regards to um, cryptocurrency yeah. and his, his outlooks on that. But unfortunately, yeah. we don't have enough time. Definitely, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, Dolapo, we nice to have you on another episode. episode you yeah, know. definitely. For sure. And the invite is always open. Of course, we'll be keeping track of the gallery and we'll make sure to yeah. um, promote that as well on our end. Of course, the Lapoy's family, and we, we definitely want to see yeah, that yeah, prosper. So yeah, we, hope, yeah. we hope you as a listener enjoyed listening to this. We hope you yes, took sir. a few things out of it. Um, actually, a lot, because um, the Lapoy mentioned a lot of things that I believe um, and learn from. And, and we don't really much said, think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with that being said, this has been another episode of Word on the Streets. Uh, thank you again thank for joining you, us and signing out. Yeah. I'm Anur. And I am Sally. That's right. That's and right. Thanks, Dolapo. Thank you guys so much. Nice yeah. one, bro. Can't wait nice to one, have you again, yeah. hopefully soon. Thanks, man. Yeah, right. and hopefully there's more content to put out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, it's been yeah. great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, now, safe. Yeah. Safe. All right, safe.